0: Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, here we are on this Friday, getting ready to wrap up the week. Um, So glad that you are starting your Friday off here with me, uh, spending some time in prayer and devotion. uh, As we go through the daily office here once again with morning prayer. Uh, For those that um, are not familiar with this, The daily office is a practice out of the Anglican tradition of uh, a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer, it's said every day. Uh, Comes with uh, a confession of sin, it comes with praise and adoration, it comes with um, time in the Psalms in the the rest of the scriptures, Um, it comes with uh, time with uh, prayer and intercession, it comes with um, time of thanksgiving uh, and what attracted me to this was just this this structure and this framework that these liturgies uh, provided me with because I would try to go through prayer and I would um, I would just get so distracted or I'd, you know, my mind would wander or I just couldn't keep the focus that I needed to, um, really feel like I was doing that, doing the Lord justice, you know, in, in that time, you know, that I was really spending that time focused in on the Lord. So, uh, so yeah, so I found this liturgy to be very helpful with that. So that's why I wanted to put common prayer out there just in case maybe there were other people that, um, could maybe be helped uh, through this, uh, through this process so So in any case I'm going to be going through morning prayer here for Friday Um, and uh, if you'd like to follow along uh, I'm reading out of the book of common prayer Um, this edition is published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America if you wanted to um, follow along on that church's website you can go to AnglicanChurch.net. And from there, uh, click on the uh, resources tab. And on that page, look for Book of Common Prayer. And once you click on that, there should be links to morning prayer, evening prayer, um, a lot of the different services uh, in, the, in the prayer book. So you can also go to dailyoffice 2019.com. Um, just make sure you're on the correct day on uh, Friday, September 22nd. And, uh, it has the entire service with the readings and everything just, um, listed right on that page and, and you can just read right through it with me if you'd like. Or, um, you can also just pray along here with me as I'm going through it in the podcast. You know, however you prefer. Um, whether you're experienced with uh, these services or whether it's uh, something totally new, um, yeah, I just invite you to try it out here uh, with me. See if it's see if it's something that uh, that helps you, that 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 focuses you. And if it is, maybe this is a, a way that you can um, take some time to. Uh, grow in the in the Word, and uh, get to get closer with God. And I know the one thing I like about one of the things I like about um, the liturgy is so much of it. I, I've I've heard a number of like eighty percent. I'm guessing this sounds about right, but so much of the liturgy is Scripture. It's right from the Bible. So it just arranges all this together in such a way, just to produce this coherent um, worship experience, and I it's something I really appreciate about that. So I hope it's something that that uh, that you gain a lot from as well. And and uh, and well, I guess I've probably rambled on enough. So um, one thing I do like to do before each service is take some time in silence and quiet to just kind of center our hearts to just cast aside the distractions of the day, the distractions of the world, the anxiousness of our thoughts and everything just just kind of quiet your mind, prepare your heart for worship. So, let's go ahead and do that now. Okay, so this is, again, morning prayer for uh, Friday, September 22nd, 2023. In the church calendar, this is the Friday after the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. Um, Also, something I mentioned on Wednesday, this is also um, uh, Wednesday, today, and Saturday are what is known as Ember Days uh in the church calendar again these come uh four times a year roughly around the roughly coordinating with the changing of the seasons more or less but um they are a time to fast and to pray for um people entering holy orders of uh, deacons uh, priests and bishops Uh, and of course this is uh, coming from the anglican perspective but um I think it's also a great opportunity to um, take some time to pray for um, your pastor your minister your priest um, whatever your situation is uh, those people uh, really need prayer and support and, and girding up um, in the faith just for all that they do. So um, so I just encourage you, it um, doesn't necessarily have to be a, a fasting or, or anything, but even just, just take some time to, to pray for your spiritual leaders, the ones that God has placed in your life. So we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. If anyone would come after me, Let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Dearly beloved, The scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands to declare his most worthy praise to hear his holy word and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen praise the lord the lord's name be praised <clears throat> let us say together the Venite, uh, which is psalm 95 actually Uh, And in this liturgy, the Veneti begins and ends with a couplet, a responsory. And the response is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, and the sheep of His hand. Today, if you will hear His voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. The psalm appointed for this morning prayer for the 21st day of the month in this 30 day uh, psalm cycle is Psalm 107. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endures forever. Let those whom the Lord has redeemed give thanks, whom he has delivered from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They went astray in the wilderness, even in the desert, and found no city to dwell in. They were hungry and thirsty, and their soul fainted within them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them forth by a straight path until they came to a city where they might dwell. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. For he satisfies the empty soul, and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound fast in misery and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and lightly regarded the counsel of the Most High. He also brought down their heart with heaviness. They fell down, and there was none to help them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. For he brought them out of darkness and out of the shadow of death, and broke their bonds asunder. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. For he has broken the gates of brass, and shattered the bars of iron asunder. The foolish were plagued for their offense, and because of their wickedness. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they were even close to death's door. So when they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivered them out of their distress. He sent his word and healed them, and they were saved from destruction. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men, that they would offer unto him the sacrifice of thanksgiving, And tell of his works with gladness. Those who go down to the sea in ships, Who carry out their business in great waters, They behold the works of the Lord, And his wonders in the deep. For at his word the stormy wind arises, Which lifts up the waves. They are carried up to heaven, And down again to the deep. Their soul melts away because of the trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wits' end. So when they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivers them out of their distress. For he makes the storm to cease, so that the waves are still. Then they are glad, because they are at rest. And so he brings them into the haven where they desire to be. Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men. That they would exalt him also in the congregation of the people, and praise him in the seat of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness, and water springs into thirsty ground. A fruitful land he makes barren, because of the wickedness of those who dwell there. Again he makes the wilderness into pools of water, and dry ground into water springs. And there he sets the hungry, that they may build a city to dwell in, that they may sow their land and plant vineyards, to yield the fruits of increase. He blesses them, so that they multiply exceedingly, and does not allow their cattle to decrease, And again, when they are diminished and brought low, through oppression, through any plague or trouble, though he pours contempt on princes and lets them wander in the pathless wilderness, yet he helps the poor out of misery and increases their households like a flock of sheep. The righteous will consider this and rejoice and the mouth of all wickedness shall be stopped. Whoever is wise will ponder these things, and shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the first book of Kings, beginning with the twelfth chapter, in the first verse. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. And as soon as Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, for, for he was still in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon, then Jeroboam returned from Egypt. And they sent and called him, And Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and said to Rehoboam, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke on us, and we will serve you. He said to them, Go away for three days, then come again to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon his father, while he was yet alive, saying, How do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, If you will be a servant to this people today and serve them, and speak good words to them when you answer them, then they will be your servants forever. But he abandoned the counsel that the old men gave him, and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him and stood before him. And he said to them, What do you advise that we answer this people who have said to me, Lighten the yoke that your father put on us? And the young men who had grown up with him said to him, Thus you shall speak to the people who said to you, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you lighten it for us. Thus shall you say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. And now, whereas my father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king said, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered the people harshly, and forsaking the counsel that the old men had given him, He spoke to them according to the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people. For it was a turn of affairs brought about by the Lord that he might fulfill his word, which the Lord spoke by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Look now to your own house, David. So Israel went to their tents. But Rehoboam reigned over the people of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was the taskmaster of the forced labor. And all Israel stoned him to death with stones. And King Rehoboam hurried to mount his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. And when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had returned, they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. When Rehoboam came to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, a 180,000 chosen warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people. Thus says the Lord, You shall not go up or fight against your relatives, the people of Israel. Every man return to his home, for this thing is from me. So they listened to the word of the Lord and went home again, according to the word of the Lord. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and lived there. And he went out from there and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom will turn back to the house of David. If this people go up to offer sacrifices in the temple of the Lord of Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn again to their Lord, to Rehoboam king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam king of Judah. So the king took counsel and made two calves of gold. And he said to the people, You have gone up to Jerusalem long enough. Behold your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And he set one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. Then this thing became a sin. For the people went as far as Dan to be before one. He also made temples on high places and appointed priests from among all the people who were not of the Levites. And Jeroboam appointed a feast on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, like the feast that was in Judah. And he offered sacrifices on the altar. So he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar that he had made in Bethel on the fifteenth day in the eighth month, in the month that he had devised from his own heart. And he instituted a feast for the people of Israel, and went up to the altar to make offerings. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Deum Laudamus together. To glory everlasting save your people lord and bless your inheritance govern and uphold them now and always day by day we bless you we praise your name forever keep us today lord from all sin have mercy on us lord have mercy lord show us your love and mercy for we have put our trust in you In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Epistle to the Hebrews, beginning with the 11th chapter and the first verse. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms And all these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus, the song of Zechariah from Luke's Gospel. Let us proclaim our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed, as we say together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The collect of the day for this Friday after the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, because without you we are not able to please you, mercifully grant that your holy spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts through jesus christ our lord who lives and reigns with you and the holy spirit one god now and forever amen a college for endurance let us pray almighty god Amen. At this point, feel free to uh, pause the podcast, uh, spend some time with the Lord on your own, to offer up your own prayers and intercessions to him. Uh, Be those for yourself or on behalf of others. We'll come back together for the general Thanksgiving. All right, after making our petitions before the Lord, let us thank him for his blessings as we pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions. As may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. And glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for taking some time to pray with me here for morning prayer on this Friday morning. If this has been a, a valuable time for you, if this has been a um, something where you've um, benefited from this, um I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your, your thoughts, your experiences on it. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, um, even if you have any criticisms, hopefully constructive. Um, the easiest way to reach out to me right now is by email, which is commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on X, formerly known as Twitter. At Common Prayer 419. Uh, just a reminder, we'll be back here at 5 p.m. today for evening prayer. Uh, Common Prayer is, uh, episodes come out on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, 8 a.m. each day for morning prayer, 5 p.m. each day for evening prayer. Uh, just something to be aware of. And until then, let's uh, go ahead and wrap up. Uh, Again, this is Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. May God richly bless you, and I will see you next time.